0: Hello again and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Each episode, we cover an aspect of sex that impacts your sex life and something that you can relate to. So if you find our discussions helpful, please give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We would love it if you would tell a friend about us. You can find us also on the web at foreplayrst.com. And if you have a comment or a topic that you'd like us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Please send them to us at info at foreplayrst.com. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. So we're going to do a mailbag, Adam.
1: A mailbag. We love our mailbags. I know. Um, And this is
0: from one of our faithful listeners, actually, somebody who's written in before just to encourage us.
1: That's great. And we love, as always, info at foreplayrst.com. Send us your questions. Um, And and we're also
0: open to taking real live colors at this point. So if you have a question, please send us a note about it. We usually tape on Mondays and... So, you know, we can set up with you at a convenient time to call you, and you can participate. And we're really excited about that. We had Joe come on recently, and we've had some other people volunteer, and we haven't gotten a hold of them. And so we just need to be able to do that, and we'd love to have you live.
1: That's right. And today's mailbag, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little uh, grossed out by it, just a little bit. We're gonna, I'm going to work <laughs> through it. <laughs> we're, we're well, gonna, you and we're him. We're going to get through it.
0: You and him. So, okay, I'm going to read it to you. Our listener says that he and his wife used to always floss their teeth together in the evening, and we never thought anything of doing it in front of each other, like even in the kitchen or the dining room or in the bedroom or anywhere. But due to some circumstances a few years ago, apparently she had some surgery. You know, now the man has become totally grossed out by her flossing her teeth anywhere near me. And he's like, she's hurt by this, and... He's still grossed out and, you know, is the answer just have her do it in the bathroom with the door closed or what's the issue here and how does it relate to sex? For him, it kills his romantic desire when he sees her floss her teeth, which, right, most of us floss our teeth at night and that's the end of the day and, you know, usually the time for bed. Mm. So uh, he's saying, you know, what do I do about this? Am I wrong? Should I get over it or should she just shut the door? and do this in private and what do you guys think
1: all right so where where would you start with this Lori, as I, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I don't like flossing my teeth. Oh, <laughs> I don't Adam, like that idea Adam. in general. So I'm with him a little bit no, on this. I'm
0: serious. I mean, like flossing your teeth. It's like you can tell if a person doesn't floss their teeth, and who wants to kiss that person? I, okay? I never look at people's teeth. Oh are my you,
1: are you gosh! Looking, why are you? I don't want to show you my teeth now. Are you looking at people's teeth? Yes, for I this? look at
0: people's teeth. <laughs>
1: no, I mean, how
0: can you not look at somebody talking and not? I you can kind of tell him in the eye.
1: No, like, I. No, you, you can't do. tell. I don't you believe you. You can
0: tell. I mean, you can actually see plaque like in between people's teeth if they don't uh, floss their teeth.
1: Okay, I, I, I can't. Is that, I mean, you're literally just pulling bits of dead food, like like uh, rotted food out I know, of your but teeth.
0: It, do you know if you don't do it? Just for the record, it's like mm-hmm. heart disease risk okay. because it builds up pools of bacteria. Just. You have to do it every day.
1: I, I mean that's what the, isn't that what the dentist the is for? Isn't Only a, <laughs> floss the ones you want to
0: keep. Only floss the ones you want to keep. Is
1: that what the dentist is for?
0: Adam, Adam, I you don't, have to do this. Okay,
1: I I okay. I will I will attempt to floss my teeth, but I feel like if I would not do it in the dining room or the living room, I I get but for these guys, <laughs> right? Um well, I I mean Do you see that? Like, do you see this as bigger as than this? I do. Okay, so
0: I mean, I think there is a couple things at at issue here. Okay, one is I think that his wife feels like it's an act of intimacy, like you know, like some people go to the bathroom in front of each other, they floss and brush their teeth in front of each other, and they accept the humanness of the body, Mm. and and they can overlook this to still be sexual. I mean, I think the problem is. Our bodies can be gross, hmm. you know. the The smell that comes out of your mouth when you're flossing your teeth can not be good. Right, you know it can it can look icky. I mean, I had one girlfriend who would never in a million years. I, and I kind of, I as I age, I get this a little bit more. You know, never go to the bathroom in front of her husband. It's like oh. you know, keep the do, door shut.
1: Do you know that that is the one piece <laughs> of advice my father gave me oh, before really? before I got married? He said, was he don't,
0: said, I, "Don't ever get that intimate." He, he
1: said, "He was, said, maintain the mystery. Don't ever poop in front of your wife." <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay. All right. Um and so you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, there is something to the mystery. <laughs>
1: there is something,
0: there to, is that something to, to, yes. to that mystery, yes. Thank you, Adam. That
1: part of life just remaining <laughs> mysterious. I don't need yeah. I don't need that I don't need that.
0: Or throwing up in front of your partner. That's uh, that's rough. That's, My husband that, like throws up if somebody's throwing up near him, so uh, we do not want that to happen. Right. I mean, <laughs> I
1: think we can accept that part of each other without it being like right up in our faces all the time. Yeah. Is that is or you, is that, but, a,
0: but I think this is, this is an issue, right? When we're dating or when we're fantasizing about somebody, it's, it's all, you know, roses and perfume. Right. Speaking of which, I'm wearing cologne today that I bought in Paris when my husband and I were in Paris. Oh. And I wear it. Most, most mornings, and I mean, it's like I'm in Paris. That's, I mean, it, it literally is. Nice. I spray it on, and I'm like, I'm in Paris with my husband again. It's, it's so cool. So smells are important. <laughs> smells <But>, are <laughs> Good smells are important yeah. too. But I mean, I think I think that we are. The mystery of sex is somehow or another stripped away when there's all this human flossing of the teeth, going poop, you know, yeah. just throwing up. I mean, all of those things, having a cold, waking up with greasy hair. Let, let's talk about our pet peeves. All, <laughs> our, all,
1: our all pet the things bees. that gross us out.
0: I mean, it, but to be sexual for a lifetime with somebody or in a partnership, we have to somehow or another erase that, right? Yeah. I mean that ability to imagine, to fantasize, and to overlook the humanness of the person. I mean, is really an important capacity of maturity.
1: Right. Well, I mean, because when you're having sex, I mean, you really are overlooking the mechanics of it, right? Yeah. And, and the bodily fluid. Like, oh, I'll get, off, get off my of hair! A, get off my hair! Yeah, quick, yeah I mean, you know. all of that all of that stuff, you're really overlooking that, especially in the beginning of the relationship. And I think possibly as the relationship ages, like in this couple, those things come way more to the forefront because you get so familiar with the person that those quirks and the the things that they do, that the, the way that their body works that is unique to them. Right. Smells isn't it, and isn't it Esther Perel
0: become. who says familiarity is the opposite of eroticism? Yeah. I understand that, but We're going to be in familiar situations. I mean, apparently, I had one client who said she could not stand it because her partner brushed his teeth in the shower. You know, and he spit down the drain. I'm like, girl, you know, there's lots of other things that are going down that drain. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's like the spit in the toothpaste is the least of your worries. (laughs) I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, if you can, you get it all in 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 one shot. You, you get like it's like full. It's like full service right there. <laughs> in, in, in the, I wonder in the if he's lost
0: in the shower. You know, if I, I <laughs> all that steam blocked it out of maybe, her view. Maybe young. that would maybe yeah. that would
1: help. That would have helped. That would have helped. Would have helped. I, I agree with you. I think familiarity can be very deepening for your emotional relationship
0: for for your emotional connection. Yes. But for the sexual connection that prefers mystery mm-hmm. and prefers to not know all those base details about a person, right? To imagine them the knight in shining armor or you know, the girl that steps out of the magazine, this is disillusioning.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it can it like he's saying, it can be very hard to get over that and be turned on then in the mm-hmm. next in the next mm-hmm. instant.
0: And her her loss is that somehow or another she, he can't see her as the princess, mm-hmm. you know, he can't uh, erase all of that. I mean, you were teasing it before we were on air and you were saying, well, just shut the door. I mean, no big deal, right? Just like do it no. in private if it drives your partner crazy. But I I also think that for all of us, we have to imagine beyond our partner in difficult situations, in human situations. I mean, let alone physically being compromised. But what about emotionally? Mm. Your partner comes home bitching about work, the same work that they bitched about for the last two months, they haven't done what you've suggested. How do you like just say, okay, you know, quit talking about it. You didn't take my advice. It's like we have to imagine anew every day yeah. that our partner is struggling in some nuanced way with the same issue. I mean, and be present to that and and be interested in that. I mean, mm. I think much of partnership, there's a lot to get over on a yeah. daily basis, Yeah, yeah. you know,
1: there's a lot of, there's a lot of letting go of little annoyances.
0: It, there is, right, there is. A lot of,
1: in a lot of different ways. Yeah.
0: I, I tell people, okay, if it's, you know, one through 10, right? If it's a 10, nine and an eight issue, mm-hmm. then talk about it. And if it's zero through one through seven, forget about it. Yeah. I mean, living with another person is gross. <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> they don't pick up their
0: socks. <laughs> they like, you know, living with another person is disgusting. <laughs> if, you, if you think too hard <laughs> about it. You know, yeah, yeah I, I get it, listener, and I, I really do appreciate this, and I appreciate, but maybe there was one last thing, is he said it hit him suddenly. Mm. You know, like, is he midlife? I think he says he's been married for 30 years, and so is he midlife suddenly aware of the frailty of his own body and mm. his own grossness? And, you know, I mean, like, when you get older, you get gross. I mean, yeah. there's, like, growths that you get on your skin and warts that weren't there, Uh, wrinkles, I mean, it it, changes.
1: But I mean, it also, I mean, that's the thing is what I was going to say is that things change over time and things that used to be attractional or connecting to you in the beginning of the relationship very often become things that are really annoying to you later on. And I think that knowledge that that evolves doesn't have to be a bad thing, you know? Uh, And I think for um, his wife in this instance, being able to connect in other areas, like mm-hmm. not just relying. I mean, it. you know, I know I recognize the feeling may be very sad for her that he doesn't know her, doesn't accept her fully anymore for everything that she is, but also looking for that in other areas and not just re- saying, okay, things have just changed here, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can still have connection in other areas as well. Yeah, okay. that one.
0: So maybe – both sides of it one is realizing we have to have a part of us that erases all the little idiosyncrasies and grossness of just another human body Mm. you know like right i mean all the things that happen the the yeah we won't even go through it again (laughs) but the other part is maybe if you realize that preserving mystery might be a healthy thing you know Mm. step it up occasionally go out to eat and dress it up or you know put on a dress or makeup or whatever every once in a while which my husband actually doesn't demand of me i'm so grateful yeah he knows i dress up every day of the week and so it's like weekends are it's like be comfortable and his theory just for the record is the more comfortable i am the more i'm going to want to (laughs) have sex okay which is probably sex therapy your sex therapist Lori watson and your couples therapist dr adam matthews will be back with another mailbag
1: please don't wash (laughs) your teeth in front of me
0: Wanting Sex Again, How to Rediscover Desire and Heal a Sexless Marriage by Certified Sex Therapist Lori Watson. Technique and that combination together helps marriages be happy. Improve your sex and improve your relationship with Awakening Center for Couples and Intimacy. Find out more at sex.com Awaken what's
1: possible. It is one of my great joys in life to be able to really help individuals and couples find strength in their relationships and really find hope again.
0: Licensed marriage and family therapist, Dr.
1: Adam Matthews from Matthews Counseling. I work with a wide variety of issues, including depression and anxiety, marital issues, issues with adolescents. I believe that therapy should be designed around you, that it should be personalized to who you are and to your unique situation. Therapy is available in office, online, and by phone. I want therapy to be comfortable for everyone. At our office, you'll find that we sit around a fireplace in deep, comfortable chairs look at the problem differently, and offer practical solutions for you to take home and utilize outside of the therapy room. Schedule today and rediscover hope. You can find me on the web at matthewscounseling.net. Matthew's with one T. You can contact us through email or phone and find a lot of resources on our website, matthewscounseling.net.
0: Back with 4Play Radio Sex Therapy, another mailbag.
1: So, this one is from a woman who she terms it's they're just having a sync problem. Okay. Getting into sync. So, here's what she says Here's my dilemma. My husband and I really struggle to sync in terms of mood and libido. We've each verbalized to each other that our sex life is satisfying. Well, that's good. Uh, we've been married two years and have never been with other sexual partners besides each other, but it is so frustrating to each of us when one is in the mood and the other one isn't my sex drive is consistently high in the morning. I love morning sex. My, my husband is a very heavily sleeper and would probably sleep till noon every day if he could. Uh, she works as a nurse and admittedly have much earlier morning wake up calls than he does. She's typically working, getting up between five and six and working, uh, he gets up between seven and eight. Um, so a practical standpoint, morning sex can't happen each morning because of these logistics. However, on the mornings they do get to be home together, it's almost impossible to get him to wake up to make love, at the risk of sounding tawdry. But for the sake of clarifying, I've tried so many things to encourage it, waking him up with oral or foreplay, telling him the night before I'd love to make love with you in the morning, um, et cetera. It's at the point where I rarely initiate anymore because it's so hurtful and discouraging when either he nor his body responds to my touch, my words, or my desire. Um, conversely, I think this part is important, a little bit longer one, but because this is his perspective, um, he loves nighttime sex, and that's when he's consistently feeling desirous. It feels like he'd have sex almost every night if it has his way, but because I'm so tired most nights, especially for my 13-hour shifts, it's a real struggle to wake up and muster the energy to participate.
0: Mm hmm. OK.
1: So that I think that's a dilemma that I think a lot of people face in life is just being able to sync up with when they're at the they're most awake, they're most um, desirous to to have sex. And it seems like a simple problem, but it can be complicated in and mm-hmm. of itself. Right.
0: Yeah. But if you're a nurse and you have work 13 hour days, you are usually working three shifts a week. Right. So that's four days that. You know, potentially you could figure out another pattern. I mean, right. I well, I like a lot of things about what she says. First of all, I will say that I like that she's suggesting it to him in a positive way. yeah, you know i I, I don't know. I, I think some men being woken up with oral sex, that might be, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think that might be too invasive.
1: Who who are these men? Laura? Who, who, who are these men that that would not like to wake up that way? Okay, okay, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, point them out to me. If you if this is if this is you, maybe you can feel free to write me and and tell me. I'm um, not I, okay. Okay, I, I, so I she's know dead them.
0: on. She's dead on. <laughs> she, but she can't wake him up that way. That's okay. So. Uh, Maybe this is him, (laughs) the one one man out there.
1: I know, but I I mean, I would defend her a little bit. I mean, I think that she's talking about it well, and um, if he's wanting to have sex every day but not willing to go to sleep early and set an alarm clock, get up, you know, do something of that nature, I mean, I feel like that that's a – I, I would wonder about what what that is about, and what's the if that's if that answer is not if that simple answer is not working, then what what's what is that about? Well, it, I mean,
0: I think the good news, right, is they both want to have sex every day,
1: and it's satisfying. When they or do have lot. sex, it's good. Yeah, that
0: that's fantastic. Yeah, and but you know they have she has four days off. You know, so I mean, even if they were having sex four days a week, you know, at noon, you mm-hmm. know, or or something, I I think that the whole morning night problem is really, it is not just as practical as it looks on the outside. I I really think it's a deeper issue of intimacy, that it's hard to do it your way. You know, Mm -hmm. that I'm giving up something if I do it your way. Uh, Like you said, he could go to bed early, set an alarm, he could have sex and then go back to sleep. My husband wakes up super early to walk the dogs Mm. and then he goes back to sleep, you know, and he's like that back to sleep is like the best sleep ever, (laughs) you know. So, I mean, maybe this guy, you know, to be intimate, he wakes up, has sleepy, wonderful Mm -hmm. sex, starting with oral sex, as Adam says, would you know, most men in the world would like. And then he goes back to sleep. You know, I mean, no big deal or, but I also think for her as well, you know, could she not manage her life so that she could have evening sex? I, I think her point here, though, is she loves morning sex. You know, she has a high in the morning. She's mm-hmm. she's clearly a morning person if she gets up and is ready to go at five and six in the morning. I mean, maybe that's yeah. her top energy peak.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there's a, there's just a give and take there um, that it, when you're talking about the the intimacy between them that they're both willing to do for the other and they're willing to go out of their way for the other person. Right. So, I mean, some kind of healthy split between the two would seem to be what, what would be, I'm not trying to make it too practical, but I do think like them being willing to do that for each mm-hmm. other would be a big step.
0: Exactly. Exactly. No. I mean, pretend he should pretend he has dogs in the morning, and he has to wake up and <laughs> let the dogs out. <laughs>
1: you know, or, or, just
0: wait till they have kids; uh, you know, they'll, right. they'll both be getting up, and then they're too tired <laughs> to have sex. And your kids need Cheerios. That's, you that's know, right.
1: that's right. But there's also a, a sense here that they've made sex a priority, but they're not carving out the time that they need for for it to happen. I,
0: I right? think too, they're newlyweds. Mm-hmm. You know, they've only been married two years, and. This is part of the power struggle, right? Yeah. I mean, I can't have sex when you want it and you can't have it when I want it and we both want it a lot. Mm. Something is out of sync, not just time of day, but it's the difficulty of learning to give to the other. The intimacy, the 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 feeling of if I do it your way, I'll be subsumed by you. I'll be mm. you know, absorbed by you. Yeah. I won't have I won't have it my favorite time.
1: Yeah, yeah. or that, it'll or they
0: need to be my age. You know, <laughs> I will say, you know, I flip flopped totally. I was I was like him. I liked it at night. That was like close of the day, yeah. end of the day. I looked forward to it, and now I'm like, are you kidding me? You right. know, it's got to be in the morning when I'm alive. It's like, yeah,
1: yeah. or man, split the difference. Split the difference. Well, nooners. Well, I mean, that's that's not bad either. If they, if you can arrange that on some days for it to happen in the middle of the day. Right. Um, as well. I mean, I think that's an option to consider too. But
0: Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, maybe it doesn't happen late at night. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's like on her days off, maybe it's they go out to dinner at, you know, 6 and they come home at 7.30 and do it rather than 9.30. Mm-hmm. You Because know, she's probably, I think what she's trying to do is keep her sleep schedule so that she's alive. You know, she's probably an early to bed person, early yeah. to rise person in general.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess when you talk about intimacy, I mean, that would be a question because these seem to be, you're both smart people. And so some of these practical things that we're talking about, I think they probably, uh, I would guess that they've talked about maybe the, if they haven't, I don't think they're talking about those just practical things and being open to different ideas and new ideas. But I do think that they, the idea that you're talking about that if I, give to my partner that I'm going to somehow be diminished, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. by that, which honestly Mm -hmm. being able to do that and being able to meet your partner's needs to me is one of the biggest signs of a, of a healthy relationship that's, that is going to be able to continue, you know, forward from that.
0: Do you, do you think it's important though, Adam, to sink, Mm -hmm. like to consciously sink? you know, my, my partner and I, we have different schedules, you know? Mm. So it's like, is it important to sync? I, I had one girlfriend when I was really young who said, I, I don't, her job was flexible or something, but her husband had to go to bed really early. He worked in the grocery store business or something, and he had to be up at four. And so they'd have to go to bed at eight. But she, for her, they, she would sync up. She would go to bed with him and then wake up early with him so they could have both an evening time in bed, lying in bed together. Mm. And then a breakfast time, which yeah. oh my gosh, I mean that's that's yeah. huge.
1: I tend to talk about that in terms of just parallel living. Mm-hmm. That that's that that is a. It, you may not be doing the same things, but your life your life is. I guess in sync. If we're if we're not talking about like completely mentally in sync, if we're just talking mm-hmm. about just schedule in, in sync, sync. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do think that that's that's really important that you get up together and that you end the day together. You know that even if you're doing different things, if he's going. Uh, walking the dogs and you're making breakfast or um, yeah, she's no, going, that, she's that going, We don't sink she's like going, that. she's going to work. She's <laughs> we are going to work We're not going out. to sink
0: like that. Adam, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> well, not getting up that early. I will say that if my husband is ever out of town or something, the dogs like wait until seven o'clock for me to get up. Okay. I mean, they can wait. They just know he'll wake up. (laughs) They just know. So, I mean, it's his own problem.
1: But y'all are in sync and you're in sync in different ways. I mean, that's what I like. I don't know if I like that term Mm -hmm. necessarily because I think it implies like I think we jump to conclusions when we feel out of sync that we're, you know, that that's that's like a natural process that's just supposed to happen over time that we're just supposed to click and be in sync.
0: I mean, I I think you have to count the cost too, right, of not being in sync. Right. You know, are you not having sex enough mm. because you're not in sync? I mean, that's yeah. an easy fix then. You go, yeah, I, I want that. Let's get into sync. Yeah. You know, or are you not having enough time together Yeah. because, you know, you like to stay up late and sleep in and, you know, they're Saturday morning they're waking up and you haven't woken up till 10 and yeah. they have a shift. It's like, you know, okay, that's a problem. Yeah. I think you have to weigh the consequences.
1: Yeah, I, I do too. I mean, I think you have to see where, where the problems are, come into play mm-hmm. um, for the both of you. And I, I mean, I think that's a that's something that every single couple has to work out about how they're, you know, I, I don't know that every couple has to go to bed at the exact same time, mm-hmm. right? But I know that that's something that's really beneficial for for me and my wife, mm-hmm. one, because she likes it, but I like to stay up. Mm-hmm. so you know, I have to read in bed or do something else and, mm-hmm. um, but, but you're in bed, but together. you're in bed together. Oh, um, and I mean, I think that's that there so is sweet. Well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't happen all the time. Sometimes I'm just like, I just, I can't do it. But, uh-huh. you know, but I think there is like finding that rhythm for yourself as a couple is important. And there are ways to do that. Like this is the issue that they're presenting is not an impossible one,
0: right? This is possible two high sex drives. And I do think she's pretty loving in the way she's approaching him. I mean, Mm. she's saying it positively. I'd love to make love with you in the morning, Mm. you know. Versus, you you never have sex with me in the morning when I like it, right? I Mm. mean, she's she's staying positive.
1: I will say, uh, just real quick. I mean, I do think it's solvable. I do think it's accepting that this is just a difference between them, Mm -hmm. um, and that they can still. They may not work it out right away. It may take some time for them to fully figure it out. Mm -hmm. It may take. A little bit of time and that's okay um, especially mm-hmm. as they're young in their relationship and as long as they're still talking about it and engaging it's going to get solved eventually
0: Yeah. okay thank you mailbag senders we appreciate your comments and your questions and your dilemmas again contact us at info at foreplay dot com with more questions and thanks for listening to foreplay radio sex therapy with your sex therapist Lori Watson and couples therapist Dr. Adam Matthews Hey, help us stay on top here at Foreplay. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends, and please take 1 sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much.